Well, I often have conversations using my microphone. Very good. Uh, 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 Don't you dare today. yawn, Mike. This is this is your fault. I'm gonna call off today. <laughs> it was really your first day back. <laughs> my uh, last Saturday was my first day back, and I told uh, a couple of my buddies, "I'm like, I'm calling off," and they actually like legit got mad at me. <laughs> I feel like you have no right to, to be tired. How dare you? Yep. Well, if it's any consolation, I actually cancelled going to a barbecue because for some reason I convinced myself the podcast was in six hours' time. Yeah, you, you screwed the pooch on that one, Shane. Hey, that was my own fault, and I admitted it, all right? <clears throat> I misread it. Also, how, how would you have figured it would be six hours from now? Wouldn't it be 12? No, it will be 9. 9 p.m. It's 3 p.m. now. Yeah, but 9 a.m. my time is 12 hours from now. 9 a.m. your time? Yeah. Well, hang on. What? No, it will be 9, p- 9 p.m. for you. you t- yeah, that's what I meant. Like, 12 hours from now would be 9 p.m. Yeah. So you just... For me, in six hours, it will be 9 p.m. For you, but not for Mike. No, I convinced myself that it was the recording was going to be 9 p.m. my time. So either way, you would have been either way too early or way too late. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I cancelled going to a barbecue. Oh, I went to one yesterday. It was not Good that great. You. That's not. Luckily, they won't listen to this. You know, this is going to be the first episode, you know, they're like, oh, you know, Ryan was here yesterday, you know. Oh, my God. I know I he's got a in the podcast. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know, he's got a podcast. Maybe I should give it a listen. <laughs> he said he was going to watch that Army of the Dead movie. I kind of want to hear it. <laughs> See, it's really funny you say that, but I keep telling people keep saying to me, oh, yeah, you've got a podcast. What's it called? Uh, it's not like I've been advertising it for the last four fucking years, is it? You know. <clears throat> Jesus you know, Christ. Check the fucking hashtags. All you need is blood podcast, motherfucker. Well, you're not really you're not really giving it a good uh, advertising if you're yelling at these people when they're asking you about your podcast. <laughs> you stupid cunt. <laughs> yeah, fucking wanker. <laughs> oh, coffee. You're so good. I'm drinking tea. Unacceptable. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I w- I would advertise more on Instagram, but man, this last like week, two weeks, no a week. I started last Saturday, and the first shift, the first week was six to two, and now they put me to two to ten. <laughs> I'm like all over the place mentally right now. Oof, that's the changeover from one to the other. Yeah, that, that's the worst. And it sucks because like. Uh, since I'm an operating engineer at the hotel I work at, it uh, it's open 24 hours a day, so my sh- schedules are all over the place, and so it's not like I have anything steady and uh, lovely. <laughs> Welcome back to the working world. I know, Mike. man. Mike, you know what you'll have to do, what you'll have to do um, is uh, start taking drugs. Start I some- probably could. Start snorting speed. That'll keep you awake. <laughs> Not that I advocate the use of drugs, being being a recovering drug addict, but you know, speed works. 
I'm sipping on a um, a 2021 Monster Energy Ultra Rosa. Whoa! It is zero sugar, and it is delightful. So that is my drug of choice for right now. Okay. There you go. Right, hang on, I gotta clear my nose because I haven't I haven't gone through my morning process of getting all of the pollen and mucus out of my body. <laughs> nice. So there's, there's gonna be some mic pauses and my uh, my mute button on my microphone sometimes doesn't work, so that's the way it is. I do that constantly. Because when I get bored of when you guys are talking, you know, I just go <clears> do other there things. We go. Have a good root. <laughs> Big finger up there and have a good root. Oh, that's better. All right, let's get this started so we can move on with the rest rest of our amazing days. What, fall asleep? Well, that sounds pretty good, too. It sounds amazing. I I could take a nap today. That'd be great. Ed, we're back. I wish I didn't play that over your audio, Mike. That would have been great. <laughs> I could have isolated that. that was another oh, classic shit. rip. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the upcoming HorrorMovies.com podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Tudelo. Joining me are my co-hosts, Mike Whittemore and Shane Smith. Fellas, how are we today? Yeah. Tired. Early. That's how we are. Yeah, I guess it's not it's not that early. It's just not what I'm used to. It, I mean, it's pretty early for me. I uh, the yeah. reason why we're recording so early is because I asked Ryan and Shane to do an early one because I went back to work and now my schedule is two to ten. So it is Sunday morning, bright and early. It's nine a.m. my time, and it's apparently between nine p.m. and six a.m. or something Shane's time. No, it's three p.m. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So we're all tired. We're all tired. I'm not <laughs> tired. In the afternoon for Shane. <laughs> I'm not tired. I'm, I slept really well last night, but it's warm outside and the sun it burns. So I'm trying to avoid the sunlight as best as possible. They have sun over there. Yeah, I know. It's really shocking. I thought it was like constantly overcast. No, that's just um, whales. I can actually hear like birds singing outside of yeah. like, your window or something. It oh, feels like such a cheery morning over there or afternoon <laughs> or whatever the hell it is. I actually got my door, my front door wide open, and I've got my window open as well, so I've got a nice breeze coming through. I mean, that's just what Shane's flat is like. I, I picture like a um, a Sleeping Beauty type situation where like, there's <laughs> birds all over him. He he sings to the birds every morning, every time he wakes yeah. up. Well, I always sing to the birds and they all shit on me. So I'm covered in bird shit. <laughs> nice. So you're like that lady from Home Alone too. 
<laughs> oh my god. Hashtag goth life. <laughs> there's there's a guy in my neighborhood. Elisa constantly refers to him as the Home Alone guy because <laughs> she thinks he looks like the creepy old man in Home Alone. <laughs> and I go, but babe, that guy was a good guy in the end. And she goes, I don't care. He's terrifying. I think like Fright Rags or Cavity Colors or something had some shirts that like portrayed him as a serial killer. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, welcome to the podcast where we discuss horror movies, talk shit to each other, various other nonsense, including but not limited to music, movies, games, comics, whatever else happens to come up. We're the official podcast of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. If you want to reach the podcast, our email is allyouneedisbloodpod at gmail.com. The Facebook group is allyouneedisblood. Instagram account, allyouneedisbloodpodcast. And if you're listening to us, it's on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify. Just type in allyouneedisblood and subscribe. Woo, man! I am so nasally today; I can hear it in my own voice. <laughs> Do we actually get emails? I mean, you know, it's, yeah, yeah. Why? I, I mean, not I from don't... like people. I, 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 you wouldn't believe how many emails I get from like, um, I don't know, people trying to get us to watch movies that I just ignore. Mm. Or like advertise like what do we got on here we just open this up we could have like a segment on each episode where we give like a five minute review on a random ad uh I, why did they get this this is one about some other podcast talking about the conjuring part three mm-hmm. okay that's weird i don't even know who this is uh trailers for this these movies uh requesting sponsorship for a thing oh hey now no, they want us to pay for sponsorship. Well, yeah, we don't even get paid. Right. <laughs> so I have to use my work checks to, like, pay them. <laughs> That's right. Uh, oh, what's this? All you need is blood. Can we repost your track? This is from I Get It Plays. Oh, them? Yeah. I Get Plays. <laughs> Sounds like that. Your... This looks very... Oh, look at this. Traditional burst promotion versus consistent I Get Plays promotion. That graph is very colorful. Nice. <laughs> so we do get email, Shane. Oh, okay. I don't even think I have access to the email account. Uh, I don't know. I've never even... I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I check out it. I oh. get the updates on my phone. Oh, okay, good. Most of it is, um, um, like I said, PR for other movies and stuff. I imagine this is how uh, Fright gets a lot of his stuff, because it's like, oh, post God. this poster, and here's a trailer, and I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I can't even imagine what he gets. We should oh, yeah. we should do a PR kit where we send a jar of Mike's farts to people. You know, join us, subscribe to our channel, you know. Here's See, Shane, you're not thinking. A jar is too heavy to ship. You just do a plastic Ziploc bag. Well, that works. Just fill it full of Mike's farts. Yeah, you just fart right into the back. You could do that for us, right, Mike? Yeah, I could fart on command. Yeah. <laughs> command. <laughs> <laughs> just going to fill up this bag with a fart. I'll just be your fart guy. Uh, Isn't that what you already are? Really yeah, lucky, basically. If you're really lucky, and some of them, you'll get a tiny little nugget as well. Oh, no. <laughs> I did, one time, I'm not going to lie, I did fart into a, a bag and zip it up. And I put a note in there that said, open me. And I left it on the counter. Uh, for, for Elise? 
<laughs> that was when I that's when I had roommates. Like, oh, uh, I was kind of same like Jesus. <laughs> I, was, I was living in a house with like four other guys. <laughs> that's awful. <laughs> I also one time I took a pair of like just you know how when your underwear gets to the point that it's like just it's barely hanging onto the elastic and it's like full of holes and everything. Yeah. So I had a pair of underwear like that and they were just like these are gone. So I, I took them, and on the, the inside of the elastic, I wrote on there Ben's underwear, because Ben was one of my roommates. <laughs> I took a, a handful of chunky peanut butter and smeared it all <laughs> over the inside. Oh and I God. left it on top of the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so my other roommate found it, and all you hear from the other room is, Ben, what the fuck? <laughs> And he's like, those aren't my underwear. It's got your name on them. <laughs> my buddy, every time he uh, he farts or does anything, he's working for a few days. He's like, yeah. He's like, he'll, he'll always tell me. He's like, yeah, I haven't changed my underwear in two days. He's like, I had to start oh. turning them inside out. Sure. And then one day I said that to Val. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to. I was just joking around. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm farting so bad. I have to turn my underwear inside out. And she like actually believed me. So the next time I went over there, she's like, get, because sometimes I leave clothes over there. I'm like, she's like, get your underwear out of here. I'm like, why? Wow, what's the big deal? She's like, you turn them inside out. It's disgusting. I'm like, I was joking. I'm like, that's horrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Excellent. That's funny as fuck. What were we talking about? What goes on on this show? <laughs> I don't know. Why did we even bring that up? <laughs> That's a great tangent. Yeah, talking about emails, and then you were talking about PR, and then I suggested PR oh. kits. That's right. Walk us back through it, Shane. Thank you. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm here for. All right, so other than collecting our farts, fellas, what else have you guys been up to lately? Mike, I know you started work. Anything else you've been getting <laughs> into? Any movies or shows or anything? Um, well, I Val and I restarted Breaking Bad. Oh, God. We've got through one episode, so I'm not sure if it counts as restarting it, but we're getting there. Because um, she started watching Better Call Saul. Um, as for me, I've been... I love movies in general, so I've been watching uh, a lot of Criterion Channel movies, which they have so many good classics on there for stream. Uh, I beat Destroy All Humans remake, which is a blast. I never played it uh, originally when it came out, but the remake was a ton of fun. The ending boss is awful, but it was rewarding when I beat her. Started Mass Effect, that uh, remaster, so I'm looking forward to uh, that not leaving my Xbox for the next year. And uh, yeah, I've just been going to work and, again, and getting used to that life. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been hard so far but i'm getting there awesome how about you shane you been getting into anything recently um over the last week i have been kind of doing a bit of research on army of the dead um because i've watched it twice um and i thought i'll do a bit of homework i haven't made any notes but i thought i'll do a bit of homework on this um because uh, I wanted to see what I could find out about the movie. Um, yesterday, 
I watched a kids movie called The Mitchells versus the Machines. And My buddy has been recommending that to me forever now. Do you know what, man? I have never laughed so fucking much watching the yeah, kids. Yeah, that's what he said too. He said it was hysterical. It's so but... fucking funny. And you know, you need to watch it just for the dog. Seriously, there's a dog. It's a pug. And it's the ugliest looking fucking thing with the googliest eyes ever. And the dog is a total retard. It really is. It's just hysterically funny. Um, so, yeah, I watched that yesterday, which I really enjoyed. I also watched another film because someone, uh, my niece um, said to me I should watch a film called Dog Gone Trouble on Netflix. And it's about a, a dog living in a rich house. The owner dies. These relatives come in and they kick the dog out, not realising that the dog is actually the inheritor of the estate. Um, and that film was kind of funny too, because you had Snoop Dogg playing a Doberman and Betty White playing the old lady in the film. And it was just the dogs. There was a dog that was a paranoid schizophrenic who was a complete conspiracy theorist. There was a dog with a cone that could detect other dogs from miles away using the power of her cone. Um, that was random, but very funny as well. Um, and then last night, I reminded, I decided to watch the Independence Day movies to remind myself why they were so bad. Oh. Uh, don't ask me why. I just did. And I Man, was, I love that first one. Welcome to Earth. First one's good. Second one is just a complete rehash. But Jeff Goldblum, you know, Jeff Goldblum is awesome. That's all I have to say. But um, other than that, I've been listening to um, a lot of music. Um, and that's about it, really. You know, Ziggy is being Ziggy-like. He's currently asleep, thank fuck. Um because he was going mental last night, and I think he tired himself out by <clears throat> the wall of death routine, which he hasn't done since he was a kitten, um, which was really funny to watch. Um, and, well... Oh, actually, I got to meet my niece's two youngest kids um, on Friday for the first time. Well, one for the first time. He's now five months old. And the other one, um, who's coming up for two, she's 21 months, um, she's a complete psycho. Mm. Um, they were in the kitchen making lunch, and child walks around, walks up, sneaks in behind us, grabs a kitchen knife, and starts doing the stabbing motion in the, in the kitchen. Uh, <laughs> Holy and, shit. Yeah, and she was like laughing and laughing insanely. And we were like, mm, yeah, she's a mother's daughter. And, you know, that was about it. So, um, yeah, it was a fun day. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been all right. You know, it's, it's been a fairly good week. So I can't awesome. Uh, let's see. Well, myself, we just got a new kitten. Yeah. And 
we we named her porcini, but we also call her pepperoncini, fettuccine, basically any string of three Italian foods in a row. Okay. Um, I'm sure that really helps her. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I have been calling her Chini for short. Uh, she's a cutie rescue cat. We had her isolated for like a week and a half because uh, she had ringworm, which is a fungus, Aww. not a worm. Yeah. And uh, so we had like a quarantined area with like um, like a mesh over the door and like baby gates so she can't get out and all her fur stays in the room. And for a while we were like putting on uh, surgical gowns and rubber gloves and stuff and to go in the room and play with her because we didn't want to get her ringworm. So that was fun. That was like a good week or so. It's uh, kind of like constant... how Val's cat was when it had coccidia. Like she had a separate room dedicated to that cat. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. So that's been exciting. But now she's loose and out and about and she's a fucking maniac. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good to have something positive running around the house, I guess. Yeah. Um. Let's see what do we got here. Oh, I also I watched Invincible on um, Amazon, and that show was pretty pretty awesome. If anyone's interested in superhero shows, it's probably it's more like The Boys than it is like Justice League or something because it's like a cynical take on superheroes. Um, but it's pretty amusing. Like it it sort of grows into itself. Like when you're first watching the show, you're like, oh okay. This guy's the Batman character. This guy's the Flash character. This guy's the Superman character. And you're like, I see how I see how this is all like falling into place. But as the show like goes on, it sort of morphs into its own thing where it's not just like your standard superhero stuff. It sort of stretches out in in kind of like a nice um it like eases you into it. Like as it gets crazier and crazier, it it doesn't do it all at once. It just sort of like, okay, here we go. We're stretching out our. We'll have like one crazy thing per episode, and then it'll just keep compounding and compounding. So that's pretty good. The cast is fucking ridiculous. It's like you're watching it, and you're like, oh, I know that voice. That's fucking. That's this guy. That's this guy. It's like like Seth Rogen's in it for a couple episodes. You're like, why is <laughs> Seth Rogen in this fucking show? Oh wow, he's in it. Yeah, like, it's just, it's just a ton of, like, crazy good voice actors. Mark Hamill plays a character in it. Some of the people that do voices on the Justice League. Um, the uh, the um, the Superman guy is, um, uh, what's his face? Fucking J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, and, J.K. Uh, Simmons. J.K. Simmons, yeah. So, it's good. Good show. I enjoyed it a lot. And Elisa was watching it, and she's like, the first couple episodes, she's like, I hate this. I don't want to watch it anymore. And then as it goes on, she's like, all right. It's not that bad. <laughs> Holy cow, it's got an 8.8 .8 on IMDb. It's good. It's good. It's kind of quick, too. They're short episodes, which is good. You know, so you can plow through. If you wanted to do them all in one day, it is possible. And it was just announced that the uh, show has been renewed for two more seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So that was good. Um, what else have I been doing? I don't think a lot lately. I've been pretty busy with dumb shit. Um, Vinegar Syndrome actually had a big sale. I think it's probably still going on, but if you're listening to this episode, then it's definitely over <laughs> by then. But as of recording this, it's still going on. So I did pick up a couple vin Vinegar Syndrome things that I wanted. Some of them are 
discounted pretty well. Their stuff's kind of expensive, though. You know, it's like any of the bigger, more weird labels. Like, their Blu-rays, if you find them for $15, that's a good price, you know? I was actually looking into their, um, what is it, the... uh... The Black Friday, like halfway to Black Friday or something. Right, that's what this is, yeah. And uh, I, I didn't know that they have. It's like a thousand dollars, but you get like all their releases for the year. Yeah, I, uh, I maybe signed up for that. Yeah, I was thinking about <laughs> doing that next year. <laughs> I was like, uh, it, well, the on Black Friday when they have the Black Friday sales when they start it for the next year. Oh, okay. so like I, I signed up on Black Friday, and in January you get the January package, the February package, and they just keep coming in. And, you know, there's obviously a couple duds in there, but uh, you get some good stuff. Yeah, it it's, seems like it's super worth it. Yeah, they're, they're really cool. Like I said, they're, their movies are expensive anyway. So, like, if you were interested in buying them, you'd be spending more than that per year. Yeah. So, I don't know. If you're an insane person like me and you need a copy of that Get Even movie that was on <laughs> Half in the Bag, or not Half in the Bag, and best of the worst and they release it in 4k blu-ray <laughs> <laughs> at least it's not region it's uh not region locked if it's 4k so yeah yeah they're good they uh vinegar syndromes the guys there are awesome they're they're pretty close to me too in terms of they uh they're out of bridgeport connecticut oh i didn't know that yeah and their their store their home store is the archive which is just like the fucking coolest video shop and stuff they have like everything and, you know, there's, like, one tiny section that's all their Vinegar Syndrome stuff, and the rest of it is just a huge used DVD, VHS, you know, record store, uh, CDs upstairs, cassette tapes, T-shirts, like, it's just awesome. But, uh, what's, what's crazy is, too, you go in that place, and, yeah, they've got all their Vinegar Syndrome stuff, but they also have, like, all the new Arrow video, all the new Scream Factory, like, every awesome label that they sounds... sell it there. That sounds very dangerous. Oh, like you, <laughs> you, I limit myself to be like, all right, I'll go there like twice a year. That's it. <laughs> it's also not in the best part of Bridgeport, which is which, which helps not going down there. A lot. Hey, we we got a Bridgeport in Chicago too. So really, in Chicago? Yeah, I never heard of such a, ba- a bad thing about Chicago ever said. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, that's about that. I do have some news, fellas, and I was supposed to send you a trailer, and I completely forgot, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. So before I get to that trailer, um, Evil Dead Rise, the next Evil Dead movie, is going to be premiering on HBO Max. And I don't think they stuck a date on it, but I think they are going to start filming soon. They have two of the cast... Alyssa Sutherland and Lily Sullivan uh, are both in it. They're going to be playing sisters, and they're, I guess, they're leads in the film. So, I don't know. Uh, Sam Raimi's producing. Bruce Campbell's involved somehow, probably as a producer or something. So, I guess we'll see. The only thing I know about is that it takes place in a building. I have no desire to watch it, but unfortunately, I will watch it. Of course. Well, I just like that it's going to be on HBO Max. It's like, oh, good, then I could just get it. I don't have to go anywhere. That's how I you feel know. about Conjuring 3. Like, I don't want to watch it, but if I have to watch it, Is that it, going to be on HBO? Yeah. Oh, man. Maybe we should do a Conjuring episode. I know Shane and I talked about the second one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we ever did the other one. Yeah, we did. 
We did after. Oh, did we? Yeah, that was really funny because we did the second before we did the first. Uh, maybe I'll have to refresh my memory on that. Um, there was also a trailer that I watched. I wanted to send you guys, and I just it, it, I watched it at like two a.m. and I'm like, I'm not going to send it to them now. They'll wake them up. Um, it was for Escape Room Tournament of Champions, what? and I guess it's it's a sequel to the Escape Room movie. And it looks like the worst fucking trailer you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. At one point, and I am not kidding, in this trailer, like there these these. People are in a subway, and I, I don't know, I guess maybe some of them are from the previous film. I have no idea. And, like, whatever, the doors start locking on, on the subway train, and, like, I don't know, it's moving or crashing or something. And th they find out they're inside another escape room, and one of the kids, the guy looks at the camera and goes, What is this, some type of tournament of champions? Oh, no. I'm like, oh, my God. Why would you put that in the movie? <laughs> it looks so bad and i wanted i wanted you guys to watch it just for how bad the trailer was see I watched, I watched escape room not long ago actually and mm -hmm. i just thought it was a really poor imitation of cube oh of cube i thought it was supposed to be more like a saw well kind of like a cross between cube and saw but okay yeah i um there's a couple of familiar faces in it and you know, it's like the way the rooms, the rooms themselves, the way they're situated is kind of like Cube. But it's like there's a scene with a bar and everything is upside down. And there's like a scene where they where they meet up for the first time. They're in this room and there's like this knob kind of like um, that looks like one of those safe knobs where you turn the dial with the digits and basically somebody pulls it off and then the room starts to get hotter and they're trying to work out where it's coming from and there's a puzzle they have to sort out to get into the next room. Um, and it was interesting, but it just got boring and predictable. Hmm. That's what I thought. The way yeah, I, I never really had an interest to watch it. The way you described the trailer made me remember that one Transformers movie with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Where the it's I quote this all the time to Val, but it's so like such a small uh, reference because in the trailer, like towards the end of the trailer, he says, "Guys, I think this is a transformer," and he says it in a stupid Mark Wahlberg voice, <laughs> and I say it sometimes, and Val just looks at me. It's it's oh my god, it's more uh, memorable than the movie itself. <laughs> I. I have been telling myself I'm going to watch those movies, and I just can't bring myself to do it. I, I just don't have the mental fortitude to, like, to actually watch them. I saw the first two in theaters, and then I stopped. Yeah, I saw the first one. That was it. I just don't think I have what it takes, guys. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Odie's here. Are you sopping wet, Odie? No, nope, not yet. At least it just took the dog for a run in the pouring rain. God bless people who run in the rain. Oh my god. Well, now Odie's rubbing himself on my blanket. Hey! Don't do that. Okay, he's crazy. He's running. Alright. Um, yeah, so, what else do I got here? Oh, uh, Cillian Murphy has said that he wants to return for a follow-up to 28 days slash 28 weeks later. <sighs> uh, I say just wait a couple more years, because you're almost at 28 years later. So Yeah. 
We're just gonna skip the whole month thing. I uh, man, they gotta stop doing that shit. Just fucking let it die. Twenty eight years. Uh, oh, it's not that long, is it? But it's close. What is that? Like two thousand that came out? Two thousand one? No, I don't know. Can't tell you. Is my is my brain failing me, Shane? Twenty eight days later, it came out in two thousand two. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Holy my shit. My brain is failing. My god, I remember seeing that in, in the theaters. I mean, yeah, the, the time to make that would have been, like, after the second one, you know, <clears> within a year or so, but I don't know. Whatever, what can you do? I'd like to see, uh, a, I'd like to see a sequel. I'd like them to close the trilogy. I'd prefer to do it if they had, um... Oh, the guy who directed it, what was his fucking name? Danny something or other. Danny, uh, Danny, Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Yeah, I'd love to see Danny Boyle like bookend that, you know, because he did a brilliant job for 28 days later. 28 weeks later was okay. Um, it was like a good action, uh, you know. It was, yeah. it was more splatter and action. Yeah, but I would love to see, you know, um, 28 months later because it's... I want to see the impact it had on Europe. Because obviously... You know, when the breakout went over to Europe and that last scene and 28 weeks later when you see them running through Paris, you know, I want to see that. I want to see that kind of effect of the movie. I want to see the Eiffel Tower lose a leg and come crashing down. That'll be in all the trailers. Yeah, it would. <laughs> Well, that's all I have for news, fellas. So we can move on to our main topic if you'd like. Or sure. Main topics, however you want to cover it. Um, Mike, you'd mentioned that you might have wanted to do Spiral. Did you get to that? I didn't even finish Castlevania. <laughs> so I, th- you know, the other day, it was Friday. I was telling, I told Val, I'm like, okay, because her and I powered through two seasons of Castlevania. Yeah. And I got to the very end. Of, I finished season three, but I did not start season four. And I told, oh yeah. And I told her, I'm like, okay, I'm going to finish season four on my own. And I'm going to finish Army of the Dead. And I'm going to try to check out Spiral. And then my buddy came over and we were playing Gears of War 4 because we're playing through all the Gears games. And we were stuck on one level for four hours because we're oh. playing on insane. And he left at 1.30 in the morning. And I'm like, well. It looks like I'm going to bed. So I did not have a chance to do Spiral or Season 4 of Castlevania. Yeah, that's all right. We don't need that. Uh, I'll I'll keep my uh, spoilers for Season 4 to a minimum if I can. Uh, well, let's go Let's go right to Army of the Dead then. So okay. I think we all watched that, right? I know Shane watched it like six times. Twice. <laughs> but it felt like six, I bet. Actually, no. First time felt like fucking... Forever. <laughs> All right, Shane, why don't you tell us about Army of the Dead? Oh, I can see this is going to go well. Right, um, <laughs> right, Army of the Dead, basically written by Zack Snyder, um, directed, well, written by Zack Snyder, Shay Hatton, and Jacob ha- Joby Harold, um, directed by Zack Snyder, as a um, as a forewarning, it has absolutely nothing to do with the remake he did of Dawn of the Dead. 
I'll just point that out right now. Um, basically, the story goes with the abandoned walled city of Las Vegas overrun with the zombies after a disastrous government fault. The billionaire cas uh, casino magnate Bly Tanaka realizes that he's left something in Sin City. $200 million to be more precise. For the time being, his mountains of cash are safe behind his impenetrable casino vault. However, the US president plans to nuke the entire city in less than 96 hours. Now, Tanaka is willing to pay $50 million to the decorated former mercenary Scott Ward, played by uh, Dave Bautista, and his hand-picked team to retrieve money before the bomb obliterates the city. Indeed, this is a life-changing offer Scott cannot refuse. Nevertheless, the rules have changed, and the horde of the walking undead seems to be more organised than they might have expected. But time is running out. Can they return from Vegas in one piece and rich? That be the synopsis on Army of the Dead. Um, basically... I found this film to be quite detailed, actually, because um, there was a lot to take in. Um, you met, I've read various reviews of people have basically said they hated it, they thought it was a waste of time, some people said they really loved it, they thought it was funny. Um, I thought it was an interesting take on the zombie mythos. Personally, I enjoyed it, um, the first time I watched it, yeah, it's a two and a half hour movie, but it didn't seem like two and a half hours because it just, it was like constant, you know, it was fast paced. Um, what I enjoyed about it was the camaraderie between the characters in the film and some of the really funny banter I thought that was going on, the sarcastic pilot. I thought she was brilliant because one of my favorite lines was when she says, listen, I hate my life so deeply. If I had $2 million, my life would change drastically. <laughs> and I thought that was fantastic because I just loved her sarcasm and um, it was brilliant. But uh, overall, I mean, the zombies themselves, they were, it was, I mean, the opening credits, for those who obviously have seen it, the opening credits tell the story of their first attempt of going in there and getting out the vice president of America, who was in, who happened to be in there, or the president, whatever his name was. And basically, when I first watched it, when I first saw the trailer, because I actually saw an exclusive on YouTube where they showed the first 15 minutes, and I thought to myself, oh, for fuck's sake, they've just shown the ent entire film in the trailer, or what I thought was what would have been the film, but no, I was completely wrong. Um, because it starts off like that, and with the movie, it's when the movie officially starts, it's basically Tanaka going in asking um, Scott Ward to take a team of people in there and get this 200 million. And what I thought was hilarious in itself was you don't get many zombie apocalypse movies start with a blowjob in a car. Um, and I just thought that was hilarious. I thought, yeah, this is going to end well. But um, overall, the opening scene, 
I don't know if you got if any of you guys got this, but did anybody notice all the movie references to other films? <clears throat> yes, yeah, some of them I picked up on. Did you pick um, up the American Werewolf in London? I saw somebody mention it, but I did not see it. What was that? It's the bit when they're running away from the zombie Al- um, Alpha or Zeus. And they're in the desert and they start running and one of the guys falls over and the other guy goes to reach him up and Zeus then basically takes him out because that's a scene directly, a direct homage to American Werewolf in London when David falls on the floor and his buddy gets torn apart by the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was recreated for that. In so Yeah, they were the... playing Bad Moon Rising during that too. Yes, yeah. exactly. So they, you've got that and there are so many references to other movies um, throughout the entire movie, which I thought was awesome. So I picked up on quite, I picked up on a few. And this is why I watched it twice, because I saw that at the beginning. And I thought to myself, well, fuck me, that's like directly out of American Wealth in London. And there was a few others. You know, there's George Romero references in there. There's um, our evil, I think there was an Evil Dead reference in there as well. There was just like, all these zombies, you know, some of the zombies looked brilliant. I thought they looked really, really funny. Um, then the big talking point about this film that everyone is going on about is um, Zeus, the origins of Zeus. Now, um, I'll go into spoilers a bit later, but basically it's uh, with him being the alpha and at the start of the movie, him escaping from like his prison as he's being transported across um, to America to wherever, he's obviously some kind of, they think he's some kind of government experiment gone wrong. Um, but um, what was his fucking name? The other guy. The guy there was a guy in there... Um, Garrett Dillahunt. Now he's been in quite a few movies. He was, he's been in lots of horror movies and like bit parts and stuff like that. But he's basically the right hand man of um, uh, what's his face, um, Tanaka, Scorpion. Yeah, Scorpion, right? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, he's he basically goes in with them into the city, and it's like there's something not quite right about him. You know, he's like joining them, but there's something's not right with him. And uh, obviously, my suspicions were correct from the very start. He was a shady character, and you know, that's it. But um, some of the shit that he does, some of it is really fucking funny. It's like one of my favourite lines of the movie from him was like as a zombie tiger that's 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 um over the line that's just wrong you know but um it's like some of the zombies themselves i mean when they're doing the zombie killing there are some zombies that have like sparks coming out of the head so there's like the possibility that there was robot zombies in there as well and you know, i did not notice that did you not no, no, no. Um, the, the zombies get some of the zombies get shot in the head, and they have like bright sparks, bright blue sparks coming out of the head where they've been shot. 
So it's like there's a potential that there is zombie robots placed in there by the government, you know, to keep a track of all the people that are trying to break into the city to get the money. If you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you've got lots of other like little zombies. Like you've got the alpha zombies that are organised and think. So, I first time I watched it, I was like, "What the fuck?" It's like these zombies are organised; they know what they're doing. And it's like, "Wow," you know. And I found that quite interesting. But as the film progresses, and it's like the team are going in and they're like taking out all of these fucking zombies. I was just really impressed with the makeup effects and the way they did it and how it was done, like on site with all the slot machines and in the in the casino itself i thought it was brilliant i thought it was really really funny um the character dieter the the german he made me Mm -hmm. he made he did make me chuckle um and it was just some of the theories that the people were coming up with like there's a scene when they find find these bodies at the at the vault um, or just outside the vault, and um, uh, what's his name? Um, Vander and he starts discussing alternate timelines. How the bodies on the floor could be like them, be them. <laughs> in another timeline, and you know all that really cool shit. And everyone, I'm sitting there thinking holy fuck, what if he's right? You know, it just really made me think about it, about the film itself. And I just thought it was really clever how they did it. Um, and I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the banter between the cast. I enjoyed um, the gore, because the gore was awesome. Um, we find out where zombie babies come from. So... According to this, zombies do boink. Uh, sure. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, that made me chuckle. But also, you know, it's just some of the shit that they came up with in this movie was, I thought it was genius. I really enjoyed it. I found it very funny. Um, it was it was gross. It was, it was brutal. And I just thought, overall, it was a great movie. Um, I enjoyed the writing because after watching it a couple of times, I kind of got where Zack Snyder was coming from with this. He wanted to make a movie that just threw every element together and tried to, and made it kind of cohesive in a funny way. And I thought it worked. And, you know, the whole process of him thinking, right, what if aliens did this? And, you know, you got the two alien ships in the opening credits, you know, that are flying off. So there's lots of elements of surprise in this movie. There's lots of things that make you think about it. And I just thought it was a really good film. Yeah, I enjoyed it uh, more from like a, a mindless zombie movie. Oh, yeah. So to speak. Um, at the same time, I, I, I thought like every fucking Zack Snyder movie, uh, he, he really needs somebody to cut down his fucking movies. It did not need to be. <laughs> Like two and a half hours or whatever it was, I mean, if if you're gonna make a fun zombie splatter movie, great, D- do it like in an hour and a half. 
everyone will be happy. You can well, cut out some of the the slower parts. I think that would that would work well. So I thought the character of Burt Cummings, um, played by Theo Rossi, I thought was, he was a total dick. That um, guy, I I love that guy. That actor Theo Rossi. Yeah, he's awesome. Um, I actually I actually messaged him on Instagram and I said to him, I thought he was. I think he's a brilliant actor anyway. But I just I just. Yeah said to him army of the dead was fucking amazing i just thought it was really good and i was talking about it today and he just he replied he just said oh i appreciate you and i was like wow that's really cool so he nice yeah he replied to my uh, my comment which i thought was awesome yeah Uh, he was in um he was in luke cage he played one of the bad guys in that show and he was absolutely he's the best part of the show he was in sons of anarchy as well yeah yeah, I, I mean, he's a great actor, and I just thought he he was a total dick, but he was really funny with it, if you know what I mean, especially when they got, when he gets captured by the zombie queen, mm-hmm. and he gets dragged off, and he's like, oh god, you know, crying like a little bitch, I thought that was really funny. Um, yeah, I, li- I liked him, I, the helicopter lady was hysterical, I yeah, loved she, her. I mean, she was the most sarcastic person I've I mean, it's just her quote about, yeah, my, I hate my life, $2 million, but change it drastically. Yeah. yeah, I love he goes up to her. He's like, yeah, we're, I got a job. It's going to pay $2 million. She's like, I'm in. He's like, I didn't even tell you what the job is. I'm in. I don't care. Don't even talk about it. I guess it involves a helicopter. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she was brilliant. She was so fucking funny. And, you know, looking at the list of I mean, obviously, there's a list of quotes on um imdb um you know and some of them (laughs) some of them are just really comical somewhere between leaving your ass and saving my own i developed a conscience it's exhausting (laughs) um and she talks too much look i'm excited to see my friends again okay sue me (laughs) I, i just thought she came out with some of the best um comments and because also her character um she was a last minute addition because all of her scenes were filmed on green screen and digitally added to the movie because the guy who was originally meant to play that role um was charged with um sexual misconduct case oh boy yeah so he got removed they removed him from the film um so they brought her in at the last minute but she was awesome. Smart uh, on their end because she did great. Yeah, she did. You know, she was. I just thought she was so fucking funny, and I thought if I want someone who's going to be that sarcastic on my team, I want her. <clears throat> she... Mike, you you've been pretty quiet on this. What are your thoughts on it? I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about because this movie was boring as shit. Like. It's two and a half hour. I love Zack Snyder. I will always stick up for Zack Snyder. I love all of his movies, but this is his worst movie, hands down. No way. It totally is. Oh, I, oh I know. Okay, <laughs> Ryan, I know that you're going to disagree with that. <laughs> but <laughs> it's Batman v Superman yeah, I know. times hundred. But but since I enjoyed those movies, this is his worst one. A movie filled with references to other movies. I. It's like, okay, maybe a reference here or there, but I just, I don't know. It's boring. 
I'd rather be watching American Werewolf in London. And while I didn't hate this movie, two and a half hours? Yeah. Like, are you serious? For what? All the characters are terrible. Every character sucks, except even... I would say the helicopter... Tignataro, who's a really funny comedian, she did her best with it because she wasn't even... Like Shane said, she wasn't even on set. So they just digitally inserted her into the movie. And, like, when Batista was, is talking to her, you know, he's actually talking to Chris D'Elia, which I'm glad they made the change because he's one of the most unfunny comedians ever. And everything that's happening to him, I really could care less. Um, I don't even know who the guy is. He's a very his his own stand up is him laughing at his own jokes and him saying like every two seconds. It's it's awful. Um, but okay, this I I mean okay. So you have a zombie movie set in Las Vegas, which is Dead Rising Two, the video game. See, so it's funny you say that because I wanted to play Dead Rising Two after I'd finished watching it, and it's just I didn't. It was mediocre. You've seen this before. Every scene in this movie is nothing new. I've seen it before. And it just it looks worse because it's so digitized. It's so digital. Like I didn't feel like it was worth watching. I, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. So I'd like I'd split it down the middle, but I think uh there's a couple cool scenes with the tiger. I like what they did with the uh, zombies being a little smarter than average. Uh, but I just, I don't know. I love Valentine. Who is that again? The tiger. Yeah, I don't, I don't know any of the characters. Oh. Um, yeah, the, the tiger, but it was just, I, I don't know. It's sent in there just so it could be in the trailer. So everyone could talk about the zombie tiger. Like, I don't know. That scene with him and one of the characters was awesome. Oh, but it reminded yeah. me of Revenant where, you know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just what was different about this? Nothing. And it was two and a half hours of mediocrity. Uh, other than the length of the movie, which I think is a big problem. Like, I just looked at it. Dawn of the Dead is under two hours, his remake. Like, can you imagine if he had added an extra, like, 40 minutes of nonsense to that movie? It would have dragged out. It would have been terrible. They're going to make, like... A, a, a zombie movie. I think you're you want it in an hour and a half, and that's it. Just get out. Yeah, and but I, that you look at the original Dawn of the Dead. That was two and a half hours. That was a lot better of a movie, though. I and you know they there's all this like tension in the movie where it didn't need to be. It was so predictable. It was unbelievably predictable. You knew exactly what was going to happen to almost every single character. You knew the twists. You knew what was going to happen. Like, I get that Zack Snyder wanted to make a fun zombie movie, but it, why did it have to... It's so mediocre. It, it was it was boring. I don't know. Well, one thing I didn't like was Snyder um, rehashing stuff he's done a million times. Like, I understand, uh, like, he has a style, but is his style really broken down to, like, I need to have a slow-mo song, I need to have slow-motion scenes, with a pop song playing in the background. Yeah. Like, that's not like that's not like a style. That's just something you've done before. And I loved it in Watchmen. Watchmen's one of my favorite movies in general. And yes. the opening to Watchmen is one of my favorite intros to a movie ever. It has a great song. And in this one, you have this guy singing Elvis. 
Well, it's and Richard Cheese because Richard he cheese. had. Don't oh, he had a he's Richard Cheese because he had a Richard Cheese song in Dawn of the Dead. He's right, already right, done right. that. So I'm not dissing Richard Cheese, but it so was he did, it, he did Down with the Sickness for Dawn right. of the Dead. That was amazing. Yeah. Right, I remember when Zack Snyder made that movie. Yeah, and it's just another. It's a, it's a super long song that it's. I don't know. It just didn't fit with this movie at all. Not even a little bit. I I don't know. I had a lot of problems with this movie. I, it took me like three days to finish it, and oh, I just I was not interested at all. I even have these texts from Val. I'm like, I wish I was watching Castlevania because I had to put postpone Castlevania to watch this, and I'm legit mad about that because I really wanted to finish <laughs> Castlevania. But instead, I finished this two and a half hour long zombie movie that I've seen a million times before. Every character was not interesting. There was no interesting characters. Not one. I also did, I didn't like that Snyder did another zombie abortion. I'm like, we've already seen this. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's it, like he. If you take all the great parts of the first Dawn of the Dead, he's just like putting them in this movie again. You're like, come on, man. It shows that zombies have advanced and that they have managed to somehow procreate. I get that, Shane. Yeah. I, I just didn't care. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> and it's just, I don't know. That makes... And, and you know, the, the line when Tignataro, she was like, you know, uh, the helicopter's gone. And they're like, she left us. It's, it's so obvious. And it just takes forever. Wait, do you hear that? It's like, yeah, she's coming back. <laughs> Obviously. When she yeah. said, do you hear that line? I leaned yeah. over to the, to my cat and I was like, do you hear that? Yeah, it's singing. <laughs> that was another movie. That was another reference to another movie. That was a, to every movie ever made. No, every... that was a reference to aliens. I guess I've seen it in so many movies where the person that's supposed to be picking them up is not there on time. It's I guess it's a reference to one movie, but it's it could be a reference to 20. It's. Like, I guess. Yeah, I did like stuff. I th I think this could have been, again, much better. Just cut it down. Like, you, got, you get rid of some of the dramatic tension. I think you could have gotten rid of uh, Dave Batista's daughter in, in the entirety. Like, you don't need her at all. Like, I don't, I don't even know what she was doing in the movie. She was in there to, like, find a family that... How did that family get into the zombie zone? I forgot. Uh, that one girl brought her, brought him in. For what? Uh, like oh, why they want to go in? Didn't there? they want to steal money too? Yeah, to get out. Yeah, they wanted to steal. They're volunteers, but they're they couldn't leave because the one guy kept saying to the Batista's daughter, "Hey, you're just a volunteer," but they like couldn't leave or something. Yeah, I must have missed that part when they explained. What, why those people went in before the team. So I was just like, why are they here? I had no idea what was going on. I thought it was just a reason to get her to uh, make Batista go back in or something. So, I don't know. I, I thought that was weird. I liked I liked all the stuff with, like, breaking into the vault. Oh, I yeah. thought that kind of, like, being in that corridor and they were trying to go in and you've got the German guy that was good 
And uh, I, I liked all that stuff because that was like decent character development and, you know, had some like interesting things going on. I like that um, scene when they're trying to break into the vault because when they're doing the um, the booby traps with the zombies, right. I thought that was hilarious. I actually found it really yeah. funny. I agree. I uh, I thought the CGI was a little crappy when the oh. walls crushed that one zombie. Yeah. But uh, other than that, it was fine. There were some like good aspects of you know where gore was used where it didn't seem like CGI, and then there was other times where it just looked awful. I thought the throat rips were excellent. Yeah, like, you see the the chunks of flesh being pulled off. You're like, ooh, yeah, that's a yeah, good I one. like that. I also like that you had at the they had that point where all the uh, the dried out zombie husks were there, and they were like, oh, if it rains, they start moving around. Show that, like, I want to see that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. They just start like wiggling. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, know, I overall, just... I, I thought it was fine. I, I didn't dislike it, but like every Zack Snyder movie I watch, I'm like, come on, man, edit it down a little bit. I just think it's way overhyped. Like people, I'm seeing people say they loved it and how they're giving it like all these positive reviews. And I just, I don't, I really don't get it. It's, it's, yeah, I guess it could be fun, but I've seen so many zombie movies and this movie is just an amalgam of all those others. And I, I, I guess I'm not a guy that loves constant homages and references to other movies. It's like, I, just write your own thing. And I know Snyder's capable of that. But he, you know, I, I don't need to see a reference to American World from London. It's, it's fun for one scene, but then if it's filled with the entire movie... You know, when that one guy was looking at the tiger, goes, oh, that's that's crossing the line. I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> just just be quiet. I know you're trying to be like aliens right now or it's going to be like game over, man. But it's it's exhausting. Now, I love when um, he got when Valentine played with her food. I thought that was hilarious because he got what he, he got, what he deserved. You know, he was being well, if you want to do spoilers. Well, I could say I was going to do spoilers later, so, yeah. I mean, that scene with him, when Valentine finds him after he escapes from the vault, and then she basically plays with him, I thought was superb. Yeah, I thought that was probably the best scene in the movie. Mm. It was just like, he was reaching for the gun, and she's like, nope, nope, you're mine. I was surprised that they had there wasn't as much i guess you could say like a uh, zombie destruction it felt like every time they were going to kill a zombie like it was it was instantly headshots and they dropped down like it wasn't like blowing an arm off or anything like that i was sort of expecting a little bit more gore on the zombie end you know yeah especially in the one scene towards the end when they're trying to you know escape they spent an hour trying to uh reach the helicopter in 20 minutes Mm-hmm. Um, and Batista's is mowing down zombies in the, in the, um, or not roulette, but what is, is it roulette? Oh, the slot machine, slot machine, like the slot, slot machine machines, room. Yeah. He's like mowing down zombies and every one of them is a headshot and they're just like, right. they're all just right. like going down. Fully automatic spraying across a room and every one of them hits a head. Bop, 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 bop. <laughs> like, you know, at least have an arm blow off or something. And then. And the if we are getting the spoilers, that's the biggest thing that bugged me about this was you're telling me they got 
they went into they found out that the strike was going to be a day earlier so they had like an hour they they went into this giant um safe got all this money out it fought zombies and everything in 30 minutes because it took him 30 minutes to open the safe so they did all of that in 30 minutes the there, last hour and a half of the movie. The last hour and a half takes place over 30 minutes. <laughs> Are you kidding me? It was so distracting the whole time. And Batiste is sitting there having conversations with his, you know, love interest. And, you know, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, don't you guys got to go to the helicopter now? Like the whole the whole time I'm just thinking about it. I'm like you have supposedly 10 minutes to get to this helicopter with all this money. And you're not. And it was just. That was driving me insane. And then the twist, the ultimate twist, is the guy that was not there for this, the purpose that everyone thought he was. And he said that the one thing he was carrying in the bag was worth more than all of that money, which, really? Yeah, right. <laughs> You're telling me that was worth more than all of that money. Wouldn't you want to make that extra money? And I know Scorpion is supposed to be this rich dude, but... Still, like, that's all that money in there. Are you Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. Is He's not going to be getting, like, how much is that guy going to get for that for that head? Exactly. They're probably going to kill him. If he could just take the money and leave, then he's got all that money. Yeah. And I know I'm, like, over overanalyzing a fun zombie movie, but I just thought the plot sucked. I thought it was terrible. And then don't even get me started about that end scene. That dude walked through the end, through the entire desert. He got a car, drove wherever to Utah, to a different state. Well, what, what bothered me more than that, Mike, was he climbed out into a fucking fallout zone that just got hit with a nuclear warhead. And he's like, everything's fine. Yeah. And then after he's on the plane... Then he discovers a bite. Like, go fuck yourself. Everyone else turned, like, almost immediately. Like how fast Batista turned from, like, the head zombie. Yeah. Ugh. And Zack Snyder's like, oh, there could be another one. Please don't. Snyder, I know. Uh, I, th I think he's doing a prequel, actually. Snyder, I know you're a big fan of this podcast. And I know Snyder listens to this. Of course. And I'm begging him not to touch another zombie movie. He's one of the 25 people that listen to our, our <laughs> Snyder Cut episode. He's doing a prequel called Army of Thieves with um, Dieter as one of the characters. And there is a potential they're doing an animated series as well. Nah. Just for your information. Joy. Yeah. I'm gonna pass on that. I don't need. I don't need that. I'll watch them. There, there wasn't enough, like, for me to care about the background of the characters to want to see that. I don't know. I enjoyed it for what it was—a mindless zombie thing. Um, but again, he needs to cut his shit down. That's it. But I also cut out some of the pop music. Like, I get that's sort of what one of his things. He can move past that. I probably wouldn't have had such a problem with it if it wasn't two and a half hours long. If it was an hour and a half, I'm like, okay, whatever. It's... That's what I mean. You, if you made a nice, you know, short and sweet movie, you'd be, you'd be perfect. Exactly. It's like fine to have a zombie movie without nonsense. You just don't waste everyone's time with it. 
exactly like you said, just cut the stupid dramatic stuff and just make a, a, a full-blown zombie movie where Batista's leading a team to go into a place to get something to come out. Like, that was fine. But sure. all this other dramas with this kid and with uh, the love interest, and it was just way too much. Agreed. All right. Well, let's go on to Castlevania. I know you didn't get to watch season four, right, Mike? Correct. Shane, did you watch any of it? No, I didn't. Oh, my God. You bastards. <laughs> Sons of bitches. I know. All right. I'm going to do my best to not spoil season four. You did watch season three, right, Mike? Yeah, I watched all of the first three seasons. Okay. All right. So season four picks up pretty much right where season three left off. And at the end of season three, um, the they were trying some they were trying to resurrect Dracula, and it it didn't work. Uh, San Germain, played by Bill Nighy, obviously great, amazing. Um, got sucked into the void or whatever. He gets spit out somewhere else, and um, Trevor and Sypha are still roaming the countryside, like, stopping other monsters from trying to resurrect Dracula again and again. And, like, they're like, this is this is ridiculous. Why are we still doing this? And you're like, that's funny, because that's what the whole fucking Castlevania series is. I don't mean the show, I mean, like, the video games. Like, all they're doing is constantly stopping people from trying to resurrect Dracula. <laughs> you're like, okay, I get it. That's, that's kind of funny. Um... So, and uh, Alucard is off, Dracula's son, is off uh, living in his castle, pissed off at the world, obviously, because of the uh, incest sex murder scheme he escaped from, <laughs> which was fucking... That was a lot. Oh my god. What I love about this series, Mike, is that it's like, it's like Game of Thrones, what with dumb video game stuff. And that part of it, I, I, I'm fascinated by. Like, they have, like, in-depth characters that they go into backgrounds and they talk about their history and, and their goals and how they relate to other people. And then they kill them off in the same episode. You're like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like Game of Thrones. Um, so, but this season, it focuses a lot on... Um, Actually, San Germain plays a big part in this one, and I I didn't like his character in season three, um, but they give him a whole episode in this season, and it's fucking awesome. Like, it made me actually like his character and care about his goals, and uh, it sort of gives more background into why he's doing what he's doing. Um, Sypha and Trevor are basically, like, they're sort of on the outs romantically they're like she's pissed off with him and he's pissed off at her and they have to keep going through this cycle of like fighting monsters and shit and uh and alucard goes off and and meets up with a new town that he he decides to sort of take under his wing and protect from the monsters that are trying to destroy the town um and the violence is probably more over the top than it's been in any of the other series or any of the seasons rather and sort of meanwhile, there's like the whole vampire section. There's the clan of female vampires that's still plotting to like take over the world. And they all have their own different goals and they're starting to like drift apart from each other. You know, it's like this weird, it's a dumb video game show with like a lot of violence 
And at the same time, it has like actual drama. And like, I don't know what to do with that. Like, should this be like a dramatic thing or should it just be like a guy whipping vampires? I don't know. Um, I, I kind of like that it, it sort of spreads itself across both ends of it. Like it is a dumb like anime type thing, but it's also like in depth and like has good characters. Um, the I will say that the the end of the show or like whatever the climax episode, because every season they kind of have like one big like climax episode was fucking unbelievable in this one. Oh, wow. It wasn't it wasn't as good as the one in season two, which is like I, I'm sure you watched that one, Mike, where they stormed Dracula's castle. Oh, that was great. And they're playing they're playing like the song Bloody Tears from Castlevania. And I'm like, oh, my God, like rock hard boners are fucking <laughs> tearing through the vampires playing classic Castlevania music. Um, the the Not the final episode in the season, but the second to final episode is similar in terms of, like, the craziness that they're showing on the screen. Um, and I, I really enjoyed it. I love this whole series. I could see myself going back and, like, watching it again from the beginning. But, um, but yeah, it's great. Season four was great. I'd say it's right up there with season two in terms of, like, how awesome it is. Um, what did you think of, of the run up to season four? What'd you think of the show so far? Um, season two is a little slow, but I, I really enjoyed the writing like a lot. I love every, almost every single character. I can't really think of a character I don't like. Um, maybe Isaac. I think he's a little, I don't know. At first I thought he was just really bland. He's just kind of perfect, you know? But as mm-hmm. season three was going on, he's kind of opening up to maybe he doesn't want to kill just all the humans like Dracula. He's, he is seeing the good in humans and stuff, which uh, I found pretty interesting. I thought he was just going to be another just cliche bad guy, but he's actually starting to show some cracks. Um, I don't know how he is in season four, obviously. Oh, that could be... There's. There's one scene, I mean, it's not really a spoiler because it's kind of early in the series or early in the season, but there's one scene. So Isaac takes over that one town that he's in, right? Mm-hmm. He, he like kills off that guy with a huge fucking mass of like monsters. Um, so the, the, the night creatures or the monsters are then like cleaning up the town and burying the bodies. And one of them, one of the monsters goes to Isaac and is like, why are we doing this? Like we're monsters. We're supposed to like eat and kill humans. And he's like, Isaac's like, well, maybe there's more to it than just that. And, like, he has this, like, meaningful dialogue with this fly-faced monster. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like this, it's, like, heart-wrenching, and he's, like, talking to him. And he's like, would you like to try a berry? And he goes, I don't eat berries, I eat flesh. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, well, maybe try a berry for once. And he goes, "Mm." (laughs) mmm. I don't know. It's funny, but at the same time, you're like, oh, they're like actually putting emotion into this, and you yeah. see the characters evolve. You're like, what? What are you doing? It's like a fucking Castlevania show. I do gotta say, uh, one of my favorite scenes, besides the Dracula fight in season two, but in season three, when Isaac is trying to uh, storm that town, and he's yeah. got he got he has the thing thrown on his head where he's about to be mind controlled. And then he takes it away and he kills that wizard and all those yeah. bodies start falling from the sky. I, was, I looked at Val. I'm like, holy shit, this is so awesome. <laughs> and they're just like splattering out of the ground and everything. It was so cool. 
That's probably where they got the um, the idea for the song "It's Raining Men" from. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. The, if it was a Zack Snyder movie, they would have been playing that in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in slow mo, sung by Richard G's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I really like the show. Uh, it, it's sort of right up my alley in that it's it's video games, it's horror, and it's like uh, I, I like like a dramatic element, like Game of Thrones type stuff. Um, I don't know if it's for everyone. Like, I, I don't think Elisa would like it very much because it's, you know, really grotesque and violent and has some, like, dumb things. Like, oh, yeah, this is Dracula's son, but he wants to kill him because he doesn't agree with Dracula's tactics, even though he loves his mom and he's conflicted. And, you know, like, she's like, I don't want, like, she's not going to want to get involved that far in the show, you know? Yeah. So, but I, I like it. I, I'm surprised you haven't watched this, Shane. I, I think you would actually enjoy this. Yeah, I mean, I just it's just one of those shows that I never really got around to watching. Yeah, it's not like you have to be like into the video games or anything. I mean, there are references in it, but it's yeah. not like you have to know any of them. Like you're watching it and you're like, oh, oh, I recognize that item from like Castlevania Three, but it's not like part of the show. You know what I mean? But um, it's good. I like it. Voice acting's great. Uh, the writing's good, like Mike said. And uh, I can't wait for another season because it. Um... Are they doing another season? Oh, they have to. I heard that like... they they were done. Really? I didn't know. I didn't look that up. That's disappointing because they, they heard. Not that not that this doesn't end. Like it ends sort of in a good place, but it also ends like okay. But I want to see what happens next. Like, it, it has a satisfying ending, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, there's more, though. They tell me more of the story. Yeah, I'm seeing an article here that is not opening for me after I clicked on Okay, here we go. A Castlevania's right. end with season four is Netflix Eyes' new series in the same universe. What? And that was Ooh. written on April 16th. So, I, in, one of Val's friends said the same thing, that season four was the last season. That's a shame. Oh. Well, I think everybody everybody should watch it. Yeah, and it, you know, it is a little like I'm not going to say weird, but there are certain scenes like you said that like incest sex scene with Alucard. And I'm like <laughs> I just like looked at Val. I was uh, you know, this is a little different. Here we are. I thought you were a fan yeah. of incest, Mike. No, not no, not that kind of incest. Only, only stepbrother incest, I'm, I'm, right? Yeah, I'm very specific with my incest. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so yeah, I like that. I, I like that uh, season four of Castlevania a lot more than Army of the Dead. So if you're got Netflix and you got a choice between one of the two, Castlevania. Yeah, and Castlevania, I think the entire series is shorter than movie Army of the Dead. <laughs> four seasons. <laughs> I know the first season is for sure. Yeah, that's only four episodes, I think. Oh. I, ugh, that went down the wrong pipe. Oh, God. <laughs> when we heard all of it. talk and it just went. <laughs> we heard all of that. Excellent. So, Not okay, let me ask you one more thing about Castlevania. Um, yeah. Val is so adamant because she's such she's a huge animation 
fan. She loves animation. Okay. She has been bringing this up to me nonstop while watching Castlevania that she thinks that the animation got cheaper as it went on. I disagree with her, but I, I can't notice it. But I know she notices things that I don't. So what do you think? I think the first season is the best animated. And I know it's only four episodes, but I feel like they put all of their money into making it look gorgeous. So I do think there was a decline after that, but I don't think there's a difference between like season three and season four or something like that. Like, I think season one does look noticeably better, but it's not distracting. Like there are parts in the later seasons, three and four, where when there's like a big action scene, they sort of do this like stylized thing where like, uh, and, and a lot of anime does this, where like if one character's moving super fast, I mean, they don't draw the whole character in detail. They sort of draw them more like a blur. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they don't show all the details of that character. It just shows them, like, shoop, like cutting across the screen. And I don't think that's unusual for the style of animation that it has. But if she's talking about, like, just overall, like, doesn't look as good, I think season one does look better than the rest, from what I remember. Yeah, she's saying that the later seasons look choppy. Also, like, less frames or whatever. Yeah. And I think that's going off where you said it. There's a blur. Yeah. I mean, maybe I, I, I guess I don't pay that much attention to it. I sort of, when I watch like an animated show or whatever in my brain, I'm like, okay, it's a cartoon. Like how much are they really going to spend doing this? But, yeah. um, it's possible. She might be right. So she wanted me to ask. She wanted me to get your opinion on it. Great. Good job, Val. She won't listen. Hey, don't get me wrong. She's not gonna. <laughs> She's not gonna listen to this podcast by any means. Oh, but she, no, of course not. She just texted me asking me to ask you about it. <laughs> so she's okay. just trying to get the you know the inside scoop. Yes, it definitely. I talked to the guy that produced it, and <laughs> he said they cut out one quarter of the animations. <laughs> I'll let her know. Okay, good. Oh shit. All right, boys, we got anything else? We're going to wrap this one up early, Zack Snyder style. Yeah. I've got nothing else to talk about, really. No, I'm good. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll cut this one off then, like a turd in the wind. Uh-huh. Oh, I forgot to talk about the Venom trailer. Shit. Oh, the carnage? Yes. <laughs> talk about it real quick. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't think it looked Okay, we'll do real quick on it. Um, did you guys watch that trailer? I did. I did, yeah. So, um, I I think I hated the the first Venom movie, and uh, I, I'm I'm I kind of a love hate thing that uh, I uh, it was a smart move to get rid of Woody Harrelson's wig, but at the same time, I'm upset because it was so fucking funny looking that I wanted to see that curly ass wig that was in the first Venom movie again. Um, but I don't think. It's going to be good. I think this movie's PG-13. And it doesn't make a lot of sense to have a movie, like, on this, like, the worst serial killer in the Marvel Universe to be, like, PG-13. Like, he's supposed to be super violent as Carnage. And I think they're gonna... I think they're gonna half-ass it or cut away a lot of stuff that they really shouldn't. But then, then again, maybe they're going to release the uncut version. 
and it'll have blood and guts in it. I, I think it looks dumb, be, but that's mostly coming from a point that I really did not like the first one, so... I still I'm didn't a, see it. I'm a little jaded. What'd you think of it, Shane? I know you liked the first one more than I did. Yeah, I didn't mind the first one. Um, yeah, this one, is, the trailer itself, it it kind of looked a bit meh. Um, I wasn't overly enamored by it. Um, mm -hmm. I might watch it when it comes to video. <laughs> There's a classic. Um, but I wouldn't be paying money to see it on the big screen, put it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so you haven't seen the first one, Mike? No. Um, I, I wanted to for the longest time. I just, for some reason, kind of always skipped. But I'm not really on board with this because, like, Woody Harrelson? <laughs> I don't know. Have you at least seen the last scene of the first movie where they show Woody Harrelson? Oh, no, I didn't even know that. Oh, well, it's it's like whatever, an after credit scene. And <laughs> he's wearing a wig that it, it's it, it looks like little orphan annie in the 1980s movie it looks hideous man like just type in woody harrelson carnage wig and it'll be like the first thing that pops up it's so fucking funny looking and i'm like genuinely disappointed i don't get to see more of it oh my action. god <laughs> what is that they show him and he like leads into the camera and he's like it's gonna be carnage oh, and you're no. like oh jesus christ some... <laughs> can we can we stop doing that? Like, can we stop having someone like what? What was that one I said earlier? What is this going to be? Some type of tournament of champions? <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> I typed in Woody Harrelson Carnage wig on Google Images, and like the first like twelve pictures or so is from that. But then the thirteenth picture is just some random YouTuber with a giant big red afro <laughs> and. It's just hysterical. <laughs> I'm looking at that now. <laughs> yeah, like you can see the difference they made between the two movies. You're like, aw, I yeah. kind of wanted that horrible wig. <laughs> Woody Harrelson, famously bald man. Let's give him a ton of curly hair. Curly red hair. Oh, God. Like, that was something that's so bad that when that happened, it, it, when you're watching the, the first movie and it pops up and you see it, you instantly start laughing because you can't look at anything else. That It's very distracting. Yeah. So, um, if you were going to watch the first one, Mike, it's probably not as bad as I'm making it out to be. It, it's just that th the movie itself wasn't that great. I didn't really like any of the characters in it. And, like, when you hate the lead character, like, what are you going to build off of? Like, I, I didn't like the, the Eddie Brock. He was, like, a scumbag, and I didn't care if he succeeded or, or whatever was happening in the movie. Um, But what was funny about that is I think that came out the same year as Upgrade. Which oh, yeah. It, it, an Upgrade was very similar in that, like, a guy gets, like, an AI implanted in him. And, like, the AI is constantly talking to him in the same way that, that Venom's suit is, like, talking to Eddie Brock. And Upgrade is, so, is such a better movie. Like, on every level, it's a way better movie. That I was like, that's the best Venom movie of the year. <laughs> and the two leads look almost identical to each other. Ugh. So, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it, but I will probably watch it. Because... 
well, it's a comic book movie. Seriously, what else am I going to do? I like Maximum Carnage. I like that video game. So with the soundtrack by Green Jelly. Yep, I have it on vinyl. Yes. You have it on vinyl. Yeah, uh, Trago Studios made uh, just came out with it a few months ago. It's the Maximum Carnage soundtrack. That's funny. Is it red? Yeah, it's red, yeah, and it's course. got um, it's got all the game tracks. And it also has the unreleased uh, Carnage Rules by yeah. Green Jelly on it. Yep, my buddy had that cassette of Carnage Rules. That's so cool. And I borrowed it, and I recorded it on my... Uh, what the hell was that thing called? You remember in Home Alone 2, he had that thing to record voices? <laughs> yeah, of course. I, I recorded Carnage Rules on that. <laughs> well, if you if you have a record player and you and you want it, it's still available. And I think I'd, I'll, what I'll, was it called? I'll the Talk Boy? What the hell was it? That was uh, shit. I remember growing up with it, and all the kids wanted it. Oh man, I'm gonna look it up. Really... It was the Talk Boy. Talk Boy. See, I've still got um, I've got a Serial Killer by Grand Jelly on CD, and I bought the singles. That came out in the UK back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I love that album. Yeah, I got Did you the, have the uh, Carnage Rules. No. Damn shame. Yeah, I got the Green Jelly uh, CD that has when they were called Green Jello. Sure. And it's like rare now <laughs> because they they ripped off a uh, Enter Sandman by Metallica, so they had to <laughs> they had to get the CDs pulled <laughs> because Metallica sued them. <laughs> We're going to sue Green Jello. I know. And then Jello was like, can you not? So they just put an umlaut on top of it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. My, my nieces are obsessed with the three little pigs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, because my brother like was like, oh, here, he, he, you're going to like this. And like he started playing it for him. And now whenever I see them, I'm like, little pig, little pig, let me in. <laughs> my favorite thing Maynard James Keenan did. We should do a podcast on green jelly. Yeah. <laughs> Three hours. Three hours. Three long. hours long. Yes. That's what, pe- that's what people actually want. Yeah. The Snyder Cut episode and then that. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up right now. I feel a leak coming on. And, uh. Yeah, I'm prairie dogging it right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, if you want to get a hold of the podcast, you can reach us on all you need is blood pod at gmail.com or Facebook group All You Need Is Blood. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I am on Twitter at Ryan Tudelo and on Instagram, All You Need Ryan. I'm also on the UH, UHM message board. You can find me, which I believe Miles signed up for, posted one message, and then he never, <laughs> he never, he never returned. <laughs> <laughs> he even sent me a text message of his, like, it was like his confirmation screen that he signed up for the message board. And I'm like, okay, what do you want me to fucking do with this? He's all proud of it. <laughs> he was. I think he was drunk and he forgot that he signed up for it. Uh, so, yeah, but... Sign up on the message board and then uh, never post anything ever again. He literally only, he signed up, the last time he was even online was a week ago. And he's <laughs> he has one post. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so anyway, boys, how can we get a hold of you besides the message board, Mike? Um, I do the All You Need Is Blood podcast Instagram, which I will be posting more on. I just got to get my life settled. Um, but by the time you hear this, I'm sure I'll be posting a lot more. So that was just unnecessary. Um, I'm on the Facebook group. I'm on the forum. Uh, if you have any complaints about me, just send it to the email that we have. <laughs> So I can pass them right on to you, Mike. Yeah, that's so fine. Won't miss one. Yeah, great. Shane, how about you? Well, I'll read it out, but no one ever contacts me anyway. But yeah, it's uh, Dead Cell Society on Twitter and RoboGinge74 on Instagram. All right, fantastic. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to you guys for joining me. And uh, I guess I'll just say bye for now. Bye. bye. Oh, man. Well, I appreciate you guys doing it so early. I don't oh, know. Yeah. This, I, mean, I hate him so much. He just, he like, before I got laid off, like our week started on Saturdays. I'm going to stop recording this before I record something that gets you fired. Yes, please. 